Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by the Mission Pro Wrestling Champion, La Rosa Negra. So thanks for joining us today, La Rosa. Oh, you got the championship too. <laughs> so La Rosa, so um, I'm extremely excited to have you on the show. You've been in the business for quite some time now. I think you debuted, what was it, 2003? Yeah, 2000 uh, from uh, WWE. It was company in Puerto Rico with Carlos Colon and the Mr. Joe Vica. Yep. For 10 years before I came to America in 2013. Yes. So you've been killing it for a while and it's like you're still on top. Like you're, you know, you're still breaking ground and, you know, winning championships and everything like that. And you're like, and you're the champion for one of the hottest, if not hottest women's wrestling brands on the Indies right now. So that's just, that's great what you're doing still. Like you still are able to like compete at a high level. Yeah. She's in the background. Uh Oh, size. Uh, watch it, but yeah, um, I really excited when um, Mission Pro Wrestling called me to really work with them. I was really uh, is it surprised, but at the same time, really grateful. And um, Fonda Rosa and her husband they doing the the most uh, difficult project to put Mission Pro Wrestling in one of the uh, what is it, in one of the best platforms where the people can see and watch matches. Um, and we will go. So I'm the first ever champion for this company. And whoever wanted this, just let me know. I love kicking asses. Yeah, I could tell. Like, and it seems like um, Mission Pro is extremely high on you. You know, your you know very first match. You know, at their event after becoming all women's, you're fighting Big Swole. Like, that's a big deal. And then you know, you're their first ever champion, and everything like that. So I have to ask. So Mission Pro Wrestling seems a little bit different than other promotions. Like, you know, I've sponsored other promotions before, but it seems like they not only put their talent to work with the, you know the custom matches and all that kind of stuff they have y'all do. They put their sponsors to work as well. Like I remember, like they like we're throwing all these like wrestlers at me to interview and promoting this and that and like it was fun like I tell I tell people all the time it was it, I was busy as crap in October but it was fun like you know being put to work and helping you all help me you know help yourself like I thought that was like a really fun experience so, I, so tell me a little bit about working with Mission Pro versus another promotion like you know t how does they how do they differ from everyone okay so, yeah working for me um they they made me feel more professional because they um is always like uh they take care about what profile you can give it to another fans or people who are really watching the mission pro wrestling uh company but um i'm feeling really great working with them because they choose a great card like the best in this woman wrestler and then like it's not um, not doped to go on the ring and know you're going to have a great match with whoever in this car are. You know what I mean? Um, I think uh, the a difference with another companies like right now I'm in WLC in Puerto Rico with Carlos Colon. Um, it's a very completely different type of style in these companies. You know, um, Puerto Rico is more rude, hard, kicking, more, you know, like, uh, how can I say, uh, como se dice, tortura, 
a torture, torture thing, you know, like, uh, uh, and then um, the difference here in the United States is like, a, we need to have everything happen slowly. You know, like I can, yeah, I can beat you, but at the same time, I need to work more with, um, you know, with the crowd, with cameras, with this, with that, the interviews, doing this, doing that, promote this, promote that, please don't get slipped, you know, they keep you, Mission Pro Wrestling keep you alert about um, whatever happened in social media, whatever happened after show, before show, during show, uh, during, uh, during the, the, como se dice, uh, after show, we wait like a month. So all this month, they don't just forgive you. All this month, you're working on it until the day of the show. You know, they always keep everything right. Everything like, you know, like instruction. I, I have a schedule, you know. In Puerto Rico, I do not have a schedule. I just need to wait for a call. <laughs> you know, it's really different. And the type of style is different too, but... But when you really know I'm studying different type of styles, you can work with whoever, you know? That's, I mean, what I learned in these 17 years working in wrestling. So, like, if you know, you know, Japanese, Mexican, Boricuas, Puerto Rico, I don't know, uh, Santo Domingo and America style, and you put everything, like, together, you can work with whoever in this business. So, for that reason, I'm the champion of the real one because whoever who can come with whatever style... If you want a one, babe, you will have a really struggle and difficult time with me, bro, on the ring. You know what I mean? So, Mission Pro Wrestling, beside another companies, make you, make you a, a whole package. You know what I mean? And I'm really grateful for it. And right now, you see, this works. Exactly. It really does. Like, and that's the one thing that really impressed me with, with um, Mission Pro Wrestling. Like, they seem, they take it really seriously. Like, when I sponsored back in, you know, for the November of the tournament at Hell, they were sending me, like, all these banners, you know, the post on my social media. You know, like I said, they, like, kind of, like, they really, like, put you to work. And it just seems like, you know, they make it, like, an event leading up to the actual, you know, um, the actual event. And, and I and I like it. It's fun. It was fun for me. You know, you know, I'm sure it's fun for you all you know, as well, you know, doing like all the custom matches and all the promoting and stuff like that, social media, you know, they're always tagging you and stuff and everything like that. And like you, like you mentioned how like different it is here than what it was in Puerto Rico. It seems like every like country has their own like style when it comes to wrestling and, you know, and I think that's pretty cool. And it, it's, it's great when you see like wrestlers from different cultures, different countries come in and everything like that. And you had mentioned like Mission Pro, they had the best of the best, um, I've been, yeah. I've been, of course, you know, a year and a half or something like that now here on O Face, and I'll, it seems like a lot of the women who I'm like I've become fans with, I'm starting to see them on Mission Pro. Like, you know, Queen Aminata is going to be there at this upcoming event. You know, when Vanity was there and Wode, and it, it's just, and then of course you, yeah, uh, like Amber, these like Riley, this is um genocide holy dead um you know many many girls like they are really really good and is it's insane how good how many good girls are right there trying to work in trying to make this happen trying to make a history in women's uh wrestling business you know like right now woman uh in wrestling we are taking 
you know, now we're taking the, the, we're taking the world right now. Uh, what my resume right now is the peak. I think more than the guys. Why? Because we are women. Just, just first of all, because we are women first. And second, we're doing supposed a guy's sports. And I'm strong too. So we, you need to be a guy to do this. You know what I mean? I don't need to have what you got between my legs. I have what I have and I'm strong and I'm a pro, a, a, a pro wrestler. I'm a woman and I can kick asses to guys too. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Sometimes wrestling's business is a little bit weird. You know, it's weird. But we are here trying to make story, you know, for this um, business. And I hope different type of sponsors and promoter uh, watch what we do, what we're doing to really make this happen. And we really need they they support, you know, because if not, if not, like going to be really hard for us without sponsors yeah exactly like that's like the biggest thing you know is like women's wrestling has become so big within the last you know few years and it just keeps growing and growing and you all keep you know breaking ground you know left and right and it, it's sad it took this long for you know people to realize how good women can be in the ring because like you said it for it traditionally for the longest time was a male sport you know when you look in the 90s and stuff like that you know it was dominated by the men's industry and as you know the last you know decade women have been really like showing like hey they could do this too and i think that's great because now you know younger girls can actually like look at you know all of you all and say hey i can do this and this is what i want to do versus when you were like a kid in the 90s you're like do i really want to go out there and show my you know show off my body and stuff like that you know versus actually being a wrestler so i think that's great you are being role models for you know the next generation and you know um and if you keep doing what you're doing you're, you're gonna have the support you're gonna have the sponsors you know like people want women's wrestling and there's plenty of podcasts out there and sponsors that will keep supporting you all you know just keep doing what you're doing you know i'm loving what i'm seeing so far <laughs> thank you you're welcome so um, now I have to ask, this is the one of the most, you know, the biggest question that I wanted to really ask you. So like I said, you started around like 2003. The wrestling world has changed a lot since then, you know, like social media, like you mentioned earlier, wasn't really a thing back then. Like, I think MySpace may have been, the, you know, starting in 2003, but now you got Facebook, you got Twitter, TikTok, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Now, social media has become a big part of the business, you know, and it, it, it's been, it's done a lot of good, but then it can do a lot of bad. You know, if you say the wrong thing, it can make or break a career. So tell me how, like, how do you feel about like social media and how you got used to it after already being, you know, a professional wrestler and kind of just it like adding to the business and stuff like that? Well, uh, I'm, I'm starting with uh, 2008, no, 2008, maybe. No, I think it's 2010. I don't know. I don't remember. I really uh, started with social media late um, because uh, before I'm, because I'm working with Carlos Colon, I'm just waiting for my TV show. We have TV in Guapa America and Guapa TV every Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. So 
I'm just waiting for appear in TV shows. You know, I don't, uh, I don't promote myself for that years in in social media, nothing at all. You know what I mean? So, but now everything changed. Yes, it's true. So also because social media, I am um, no about problems that I never knows before. And also whatever happened to me last year in January with the tweeting Twitter, that's one of the things like I, I get impressed. Like you really know things like, like I really impressed. Example, my, my problem with the other girls, uh, whatever happened in Japan, I really knew this happened by Twitter because somebody, somebody, uh, text to me by Instagram, not because I was using Twitter, because if you saw my Twitter, I really, first of all, I do not know how to work it and how to, uh, say, attract or uh, getting more fans. And I don't know to, how to do it. So the fact what you see there is because they just click follow. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. search for fans. But um, what I knew it, I wasn't in Twitter for almost like a two year, not tweet, not nothing, because I really do not know how to do it. But what this shit happens, I'm just turn my Twitter on, you know, and see what the people wrote about me. What I, I see what the people wrote and think about my work. And sometimes social media is not too good to, to you. You know, they, they punch you by the social media. They kick you by the social media. They insult you by social media sometimes the messages are not good message to you read it and um i'm just use social media just for push myself you know um social media is just good not for put your your personal life on it if not just for push your talent on it you know i'm um and um thank you for the social media people know me know who i am no oh yes really how long time she's, she's in business? Really? 12, 13, 14, 17 years old. Where she was. You know, some people ask me, where you was? I never saw you. Okay, so follow me now and study my, you know, my background and that's it. You know, but yeah, social media sometimes is good, sometimes is bad. Help me a lot to promote myself, to promote and get more fans like it. they never know me. But a part of that, I don't use social media for nothing else, for no my personal life if you want to know my personal life you need to have or be my friend like real one in my side you know like i don't know but yeah social media is a big things to just promote and know where the people are where the people's doing what it is what is that you know tend to search information what i need (laughs) but yeah but for wrestling yeah push me a little bit and um I'm using my Instagram, like La Abusadora, L-A-B-U-S-A-R-D-A. <laughs> I don't know. You then, you put it right there. I don't know. People can search. And my Twitter is La Abusadora too also. And um, my YouTube channel, Nilka Garcia, my real name, uh, with La Rosa Negra. So you can see there are some of the videos where I really, uh, como se dice, uploaded. And I don't know. If you want to know more about me, Go to the social media online and you're going to see <laughs> where La Rosa Negra come from. <laughs> and I'll make sure I'll put all those links and all in the bio below so everyone can find all your social media if they're not following already, which they should be, but. Yeah, remember, 
I'm sorry, guys, but you know my English, my English, how it is. Okay, so trying to understand what I'm saying about the social media, but I know you're going to put every information right there to them. Can click it. <laughs> yep, it, everything will be there, nice and conveniently for everyone to find you on. Yeah. <laughs> so now I got two more questions for you. Um, so when so typically your entrance, you come out dancing, all happy and energetic. At tournament out of hell, I noticed you came out a little differently. You you weren't dancing. You looked angry. You know, you look like you're on a mission. So tell me a little bit about what was going through your mind then. Uh, my entrance, um, I brought my entrance like that because music made me feel alive. And then when I hear music, it's like made me focus to clean my house, to think, to study, to everything, you know. So for wrestling, my entrance is like, I'm dancing, keeping my mind, you know, like, okay, this is coming. So I'm dancing to be more relaxed, for being honest, and um, for feel my character on it and fulfill what's coming. That's my tea, my dance when I'm come, when I open that curtains and I'm going out. Okay, I'm here. So, so I'm just put some stress out when I'm walking to the ring and start to thinking, okay, this is my time, this is my tea, let me, you know, put that crowd, you know, hot, something like that before starting match, you know, so, um, and whatever, I'm always dancing, I'm a, I'm a dancer, I'm a professional dancer too, signed my 15 years old, and I was in TV Opera Rico Telemundo when I got that 15 years to 18 years old, I was dancing like a professional dance in TV in Puerto Rico, and um, I'm doing a lot. So let me tell you something: is not just dancing, but um, I'm always was an athlete, dancer, softball player in center field. I do taekwondo, boxing. I did a lot of stuff, but and then in Puerto Rico, I was famous because I was a dancer for TV, and uh, you know. I did a lot. So for that reason, I put my dance in, um, in my entrance because I'm always dancing. Also at the local room, the girls, I put my music. And if I put my music and start to wake up, somebody screaming, oh, the Rosanega is here. Yes. <laughs> they know I'm here. They know I get to the local room when I put my music and start to do my makeup and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they start to dance and talking in my side. I love my coworkers. You know, like they, every girl who listening reggaeton, you know, the music from Puerto Rico, they start to twerk beside me. Oh, Rosalind, I'm doing well. Oh, yeah, you shake it at that so well, you know? And um, I don't know, the music is always, like, happiness around me. That's it. For that reason, I'm using for my entrance. Made me feel in my point, feeling my character, take the stress out during my match, and that's it. Yeah, I can definitely relate there. Like, I always have music on if I'm made me have fun <laughs> have fun exactly but yeah like i think that's the, the big thing for everyone like it, it music motivates it makes you happy you know i always play it when i'm at work or when i'm cleaning the only thing is i won't dance in public you know that i cannot dance to save my life you know you got some skills but i i do not you do not want to see me dance it would be it'd be very embarrassing but uh, i do want to dancing everything salsa reggaeton whatever <laughs> and it's funny because i'm um, at my work like i there's a lot of spanish girls there and they always try to get me to do like the salsa dances i'm like no i am not doing that like you do not want to see that 
They need to grab your hands and like back and forth, back and forth, and you learn. They do. They literally try to like grab my arms and try to like get, they show me like the little feet thing that they do. And I'm like, I know, like, it, and when I try to do it, they laugh. So I'm like, you see, like, you see why I don't do this? <laughs> you have a two left, two left feet. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I, I cannot move my feet to save my life. I can do like the bob in my head when I'm listening to rock music and that's like about it. Well, you know what? Thumba Rosa, she wait in a session of dance. She wants to me, you know, teach her to twerk. But I say, girl, you can twerk. I'm not like you, but she waiting for a session. <laughs> she wanted dance. I know she danced. She's a Hispanic, a Mexicana. She always moved the thing with Selena music, you know, and all the stuff. But every time when I'm tricking, she's like, girl, I'm going to turn like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Whenever you want a, a dance section, call me. I'm here. You're the person for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got the best moves in the business right now. <laughs> and I do want to mention too you said you played um, center field for softball I played um, first base when I played baseball when I was younger so that's one thing I am good at good I was doing it in college I did in college for two years and um, also I did in college track and field too I was my seven years old until I got in college in track and field so when I, when I get it in, in track and field college they give me a, a scholarship and all the stuff for it and that what I do I'm always do sports uh before wrestling I always was a sport girl and root girl you know like a, like a tomboy you know so I want to do whatever the guys do you know oh my dad do that oh I want to do this my uncle Julian Solis he was a uh the Mosca champion for uh boxing and he's a huge famous guy in Puerto Rico for boxing Uh, commission and um, he teach me how to jump ropes, how how you know the jump ropes, how to do jump ropes, how to really fight in boxing. He teach me how to do it, and then I got my two fights in in boxing. Uh, no, I got seven. I got seven. Like two of them I lost, and the other uh, I was one. And um, I don't know. Around my family is always sports. All my uncles, my mom was a she was a player too and taekwondo. Uh, my daddy was a boxer and he do boxing too, uh, track and field too. You know, all my family around they do sports. Everyone, I, I can say no. This uncle is not no. All my uncles. My father had sixteen between brothers and sisters, and my mom had seven. So I have a lot of uncles and aunties, and each one do fucking sports, so I can't get away from sports since I'm born. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that helped me to get it into this business. So, Oh, yeah, like um, being a wrestler, you've got to be athletic, so that definitely helps um, a lot. You know, like you said, you did it until college. I did it until high school. And then, you know, you, it, I got to that phase where it's like, yeah, I kind of want to try other things now and stuff like that. But, yeah. It, it... Puerto Rico is really hard to, to pay college. So, old parents, uh, they come in for poor hood. So, they increase to us, like, you need to do this. You need to be better. You need to change the world. You need to, you know, like... Uh, be somebody you can just stop hearing your eyes man like thinking you can do this or you can't do that so just go ahead 
go and practice. And I was, since I was a kid, I was every day practicing different type of sport. Mondays and Wednesday, this one. Tuesday and Thursday, that one. Saturday, this one. And Sunday, you will not sleep. You will run. You know, like, okay, okay. It's always, you know, like this, like this, like this. But um, because we was poor, not like poor, poor, like a, no food, no food, but uh, was a really little money in my house. So we need to keep in our minds, we need to be better, you know, not because competition with somebody, like be better for you, for your life, and you can be somebody in the future. So because that, I need to uh, study and have more higher uh, grades than C. I really was a bad <laughs> student, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I never got A's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not high honor. I'm always, I, maybe I, when I was little, maybe I got some problems and my mom doesn't know. <laughs> but um, always, okay, Rosa, you're great to be up or C, up or C all the time because you need to go to college for sponsor, uh, scholarship. If you don't have scholarship, I don't know how to pay, you know, I, I, we don't have money to pay college. So for that reason, they increase the sport since I'm born until now, you know, so sports helped me a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Like if you're a really, really good athlete, you know, colleges will, you know, pay for you to come to them and stuff like that. So it, it definitely pays off to be a really athletic and be really good at whatever you're doing and, and everything like that. I'm, uh, you know, I wish that I would have, you know, had that opportunity when I was younger. Actually, I didn't start college until like two years ago in my late 20s. So, <laughs> but it's, uh, I was planning on doing it right after high school. Then I did that whole, let me take a year off thing. And then, you know, you get lazy and then. Or something. What was that? Um, you start because you want to think in why you want to do that at college or just because? Well, originally it was, you know, just because, you know, because we had the money, because we had money put away and then it got to the point where I was like, I don't want to waste this money if I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I kind of figured out what I wanted to do two years ago. It's like, I'm going to do it now, you know? Okay. Well, that was good. Better late than never. Exactly. Like, yeah, better late than never. Been better before I have kids as well. So that, yeah, so yeah, I'm at that point where it's like, you know, kind of got to do it now. And it's actually really helping my like podcast and all because it's for social media marketing and all that kind of stuff. So it's actually like I'm actually being able to practice it while doing my podcast. <laughs> so now my final question that I have for you. Yeah. You've been in the business for a very long time and you've accomplished a lot. Is there any more goals that you have? Like, what is like your biggest goal right now that you have for the business? Yeah, look, um, my biggest goal was being in Japan and I did 2015, but I broke my knees and then I'm back to Japan 2017 twice. And that was my bigger goal, get to Japan. So I did my first one. The second one now is like, I want you, everybody knows, um, how good I am in this business. And um, I think people's got this this year. And also I'm trying to be, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, AW or NWA or whatever company who really hire me with good money. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do my best, whoever call me or, you know, 
or book me or contact me or whatever. I'm trying to do my best this year on this year and, and, and forward, you know, and um, this is my goal. I think my goal is like keeping this business until my body say stop or something. And um, I want every fans and, you know, every fans uh, watch me and give me their proof, you know, sometimes I don't need it, but almost the time, if they are not there, we are nobody. The fans put the finger and push you up, you know, and so that's what I need. I need more fans than look and watch my stuff and push me up because I'm a real talent, you know, and um, I just want to them be be grateful for my uh, with my with my work on the ring and that's it i don't i think i don't have a big goal to oh have my house my own <laughs> but like <laughs> wrestling, <laughs> but the wrestling business i think i think uh why can i say it i don't want to sound rude um I want everybody's business, respect the business, respect the woman wrestler, respect the wrestlers, respect the gimmicks, respect what we wrote in whatever social media and respect us like a human because we are wrestler and yeah, you have a liberty expression, but that doesn't mean you can insult people by social media on the stuff because last year we lost great people just because comment by fans you know and um we don't want to this happens anymore so i just people please just respect wrestlers and support us for for all goal please <laughs> exactly like you know i i've learned you know the hard way how nasty people can be on social media whether it's about wrestling or not um people have their opinions and they shouldn't really be uh, you have your opinion but sometimes you should keep it to yourself and people get a little bit too into it as a fan they look at the characters and they let that you know if, the, if a character is like a heel they'll say nasty things they don't understand that they're just portraying a character and yeah exactly and also i will give you a i will give you an example because i'm like i want to say this so bad um I had a match with this girl, the name is Mari Wardenkowski, you know, Mari Wardenkowski, and she, um, and in her gimmick, when somebody told her, like, her hair looks the same, like, what is the name of the girl, WWE? La, la del, la del moño? See, you know that the, the WWE girl, she got a long uh, break. Oh, Bianca Belair. How did you forget her name? I'm sorry. Where? Who is her? But yeah, I'm. Don't worry, boy. You're okay. Forgot names. Here, <laughs> but whatever. Um. So they compared this girl with the other girl, and Mari trying to answer by her gimmick, like, "Oh, my hair is natural hair," and blah blah blah. People thought she was talking about racist stuff. Why? Everything today in day is not just racist stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that happens because yeah, that happens. I can't say not happened to me, but not everything is about racist, you know? And she took at this point, like, yes, my hair is natural, 
It's true. Her hair is natural. Bianca is not a natural hair, you know? But that is because the gimmick is not like a, I don't know, for me, it's not a racist stuff because I talk with Maddie Mama and she talks Spanish with me and I'm a black and she's Hispanic. You know, it's, Maddie can be racist. She's not a racist, you know? Also, I would kick her ass if she won this title belt back. But, you know, so not everything what everyone, everyone's wrote down them gimmick is like crazy stuff or be a uh, personal issues for another wrestler, you know? That is not. I want to let people understand and fan understand when you're reading stuff in social media, it's because we are under gimmick. That is not a personal life. You know, you know when it's a real problem and what is not. You know, what is not just like work for your gimmick and work and have a story and you make the story by social media and people really follow that story. Some story, you know, like is under story business about wrestling stuff because you're my opponent because I'm, you know, like that. So I think we need to take care about social media. People don't believe everything what you really, you know, think people saying, you know, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Just so much in social media, you know, so uh, please stop it. Yeah, like you have no no idea how many times I've almost taken myself off social media just because of the things people say and do. And it's to the point where I literally just get on just to promote my brand. Like I wouldn't even have Twitter at all if it wasn't for like, you know, O-Face Wrestling. So it's like I just get on post, you know, support. And that's that's the best thing you can do is just try to ignore those people. Mute, block. Don't give them the attention because that's what they want, you know. Let me when my Twitter got more than I'm saying like more than I don't know was like 30 or 60 message about this girl who really spit my face and just ignore everybody because when I read what the hell and then when I read another what and I read everything was negative for me so you can't you can't let all that negative stuff coming in remember that is opinion of the people you can hear the opinion, but you can keep that opinion with you. It's just opinions. You know what I mean? It's just what you think. Not what you think is the same what I think. You know? And I don't know. People need to realize, like, social media is not, is not for you know the truth. You can hear some story here like this, and then you go to another social media page, and they do the opposite to what you read in this one, you know? Yes. Be happy, world. Please. Exactly. Happiness. Oh, please. Yeah, be happy, be positive. You know, Always. good things happen to good people. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, La Rosa, that was uh, that was really fun. You know, I, I feel like I learned a lot. You know, I, you know, you're very, you just. You're exactly how you are on TV, very energetic, and I loved it. I thought that that definitely made the interview a little – it spiced it up and it made it really fun. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Like it. Um, and I hope people like this interview also, too, and like how La Rosa Negra is, please, and follow me. I need you guys. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that everyone will like it. I'm excited to see the comments and what people say and everything about it. 
So usually I end the episode with you um, sharing your social media, uh, but you already did. Yeah. So, <laughs> you already did that. No problem. You can, you, uh, you can say again, because remember, I can't spell in, like spelling by word by word, like how you can say. <laughs> so you can go ahead and do my, my uh, and say my social media. I don't care. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, everyone, I will have La Rosa's on Twitter, Instagram, your YouTube page, um, any links to your merch, I'll have that as well in the bio. Um, just make sure that you all also give us a sub on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you all for tuning in and thank you La Rosa for uh, joining us on No Face today. Yeah, no, thank you. And um, I hope that no was the, the first one and the last one. Okay. Um, please, guys, hear this guy, please. And follow my links. Press like. Press like to this interview also. And tag me if you watch it. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs>